till we couldn't shake no more. We got down on our knees when cancer knocked at our door. We got kicked in the ass. We gave lots of sass. Oh, when it rains, it falls into this half full glass. Oh, thanks, cancer. Thanks, cancer. Thanks, cancer. Victories in the dark. You're listening to Thanks Cancer. I'm Mimi Hall. I'm Leanna House. We're two cancer friends. We are not doctors. No, and we're not shrinks. We're not nurses or anything like it. And because of that, we are going to use some appropriately obscene language. Let's just call it salty. Anyway, we hope you'll enjoy it. This is the podcast we wish we had when we were dealing with our treatment. So Mimi, what are we talking about today? Well, today, Leanna, we're going to talk about hair. Hair? Well, you know. The lack of hair. It is. So, you know, you can lose hair when you get chemotherapy treatment. So as we We talked about that last time. Right. So it turns over the cells, the fast growing cells, and you lose your hair. Now, I think it's really interesting because I think people associate cancer with hair loss because of the treatment that's associated with cancer nowadays. Even though cancer doesn't cause hair loss, but everyone thinks it does? No. I had a very full head of hair. I had like bangs, long, dark hair, Um, pretty thick hair, thin, like fine, but a lot of it kind of hair. Well, it's the biggest, most obvious change that you go through. Yeah, and it's also pretty traumatic, too. I won't lie. It was like one of the things I probably dreaded the most. You look you look very stark when you're bald. Well, you don't just lose the hair on your head. You lose the hair everywhere else, too. Oh, I loved that. I would just, instead of shaving my legs, I would just like rub my legs really fast, and all of the hair was gone. And then you didn't grow back for quite no, some time. No, it didn't grow for back. Me, it was great. I thought it might be gone for a while, like, but then it came back. I was so, so yeah. sad when it came back. It's, it's happy sad because you get the hair growing back on your head and your eyebrows and your eyelashes and and all of that too um but yeah so i think it's something that would now just to say too that you don't lose your hair always with current chemotherapies like the initial um targeted immunotherapy treatment i had i did not lose my hair on that and i've heard people using you know cold caps or you know, if some woman said that she didn't lose her hair because of immunocal, that did not work for me. Wow. Uh, but, and sometimes you'll only lose some of your hair. Like, I had a couple of people, other patients that I saw, who, like, refused to shave their head because mm. they didn't lose all of their hair. That looks but, like a zombie. Yeah, for me, being patchy was worse than losing mm. all of the hair, so I just did all of the things that they tell you to do to keep your hair, but I did them in reverse. Well, it's interesting. So now Dana-Farber is really supporting the penguin cold caps, which I think probably do work. So what my mom and I did was a ghetto version of the penguin cold cap. We just took gel packs, put them in a hat, and like put them on my head. How uncomfortable was it? It wasn't that bad at all. It was fine. It was kind of cooling. You know, my head hurt when my hair fell out. Um, So... You know, it felt kind of cooling and nice. Um, I was in the warm seat and in the warm, it was warm blankets over me. So it felt fine. It became part of my routine. And you started that from the beginning. Pretty much, yeah. And so I kept about, I mean, granted, it was like my gel pack. This my my really just like homemade version of this. And, I mean, um, you're, you're very... MacGyver. Well, 
well, cold you know, I just kind of did the I did the math, and I knew that if we kept it cold, it would stop the blood flow. So we did it, and I kept about probably about thirty five percent of my hair. Um, but here's what happened, and oh, also I should note too that I used Latisse, so off market. Um, it's for glaucoma, and I used it on my eyebrows and my eyelashes, and I kept probably like half of my eyebrows and eyelashes. Oh my goodness, I was I was like holding on to the last three eyelashes. I looked like a cartoon character. Well, listen to this. So it was interesting. So it's this is really good information, I think. So I did hold on to them. Um, through most of it. And I held on to, to about 35% of my hair. I had a light dose of Taxol. Um, so that wasn't, you know, like that bad. Um, and I kept my hair till about, let's see, I start, I shaved it about, I had 12 treatments and I kept my hair about until like eight weeks in. So it really just started to fall at the end. Wow. So that's when I shaved it. And so I, you know, then it was just like a crew cut. So then my treatments ended in June and I had this fantasy about that July 4th, I would be, it's my favorite holiday, be rejuvenated. And I had all these plans. I was going to my cousin's picnic. I was going to bonfire my friend, Lauren Rob. Great. So I was not rejuvenated yet. I, and so I was like, not like you just not, you're, it takes a long time for this stuff to get out of your system. Right? It, it does. It takes a while for you get, you have to get comfortable with uncomfortable hairstyles, unintentional. So, okay. So I come back to, I ground bike riding that day. I come back to my parents house, take an outdoor shower. I ran this washcloth over my head and pretty much all the remaining hair that I had fell out in that moment like a Christmas tree just oh no I ran it over again the rest came out. it all just like came out right then were you done with chemo at that point I was done about a month and a few days at that point so it ended in June 1st this was July 4th so it was that was the deal so then I go upstairs and I just touch my eyebrows and they all fall out and then my eyelashes all <gasps> all the remaining ones fell out what was happening which I knew right away, and it was exactly what was happening. My new stuff was regrowing back in. So I don't know if you're doing the penguin cold caps. Like, I honestly don't know, like, if you're doing it the proper way with the real stuff, if you get that same cycling. But for me, and it was very awkward when the eyebrows were growing back in because, like, they were very, like, I mean, it just looked weird for a while. You know, it looked very weird. But, um, it doesn't take that long, but there's definitely a few awkward weeks. So was it a traumatizing experience? Like what was the most traumatizing part of all of that? I would say that July 4th, you know, was just a real, um, it was just when the, you don't, you're not further as far along as you'd expect. And on top of that, you've just lost everything that you sort of spent all this time holding on to. Well, and even though like you knew it was coming, you knew. I mean, I didn't know that it was going to shed all in one day. Like, I thought that I'd I'd done all of that cold packing and latissing. And by the way, I just want to say, too, latisse causes um, under eye circles, too, which I ended up having to get lasered. <laughs> um, so, I, I, it, 
like, but that's just for everyone to know. Like, it is, it does help you keep them. But you, you know, I did a lot of work, in other words, to try to keep right. all of it together. Right. And yet, there was like no keeping it together, and that was definitely like a dark point. But well, and I think that no one really believes that they're going to lose their hair, even though they know like chemo causes hair loss. Exactly. Like, and for me, like there were no wigs. I got a wig. I wore it back to my house. My neighbor was like. She stopped me. She thought I was a burglar breaking in. Was this in July? No, this would have been back in like the early spring. Okay, um, so early so on. So I just you. Did, I didn't I still had hair, but I was like, you know, I was going to start to wear the wig that looked like my old hair and my neighbor literally did not recognize me and she was like, "Excuse <sighs> me, excuse me." Well, cuz no wig is going to look like your hair. No, it Even was the not the best wigs. Yeah, it was not it didn't work. And so I went on to scarves, you know, I went, that's how I dealt with it. Um, you know, I was, I was pretty much in scarves for like six months. You know what I mean? I would say like, it took about six months and, and, you know, I think regrowth is difficult too. You know, regrowth is difficult too. I mean, it, it is. You're There's, in the middle of regrowth and your hair looks fabulous, but it's not easy, right? It's not easy and it's all... It's a surprise every day. Yeah, that's what I felt. It was like an like an untamed forest every day. Yeah. So and, talk about and, your experience. And different every day, I think, is really hard. Um, okay, so before chemo, uh, I had hair down to my butt. Oh. I was, I looked very Mormon. Mm-hmm. I grew up Mormon. I looked very Midwest, like the straight... Little House on the Prairie look. Dirty blonde. Dirty blonde. Like, very nice, all one length. I would get my hair cut, like, once every couple years. Mm. Um, But when I uh, knew that I was going to lose my hair, I'm like, okay, I'm losing my hair. I'm going to do this thing. Because I had watched my mother. She tried to hold on to her hair. And I was 15 when my mom went through this. And... I have a vivid memory of her eating dinner and her hair was coming out in clumps. Uh. And she said, I am, and she broke down in tears and my mom never cried. She broke down in tears and she was like, I am so sick and tired of eating my hair. And my older sister, Leslie, shaved mom's head in the bathroom while like mom silently cried and that was like a super traumatic experience for me so i was like that is not i'm gonna do whatever the exact opposite of that is Mm -hmm. so i uh sent an email to my stepbrother who's like he he has a podcast Mm -hmm. we're 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 we talk once every whenever I see him Mm -hmm. and I would say that we're pretty close Mm -hmm. for that kind of a relationship Mm -hmm. and I wanted him to shave my head like Cersei in Game of Thrones Ah. that's what I wanted because that seemed the yes because that seemed to be the exact opposite of my mom's experience. So, uh, so like you almost embraced the shame aspect, or the, oh yeah, the, like I, the whole cringeable like. Um, I am going to make this as weird as possible, while also like making it as fun as possible. That was my whole like. I needed it to be the exact opposite right. of sad and depressing. And when my sister heard that I had this great plan to do this, she's like, that is not 
Like, do you, don't you remember, Mom? Shaving your head is not fun. And I'm like, yeah, I remember, Mom. That's why I'm doing this completely crazy thing. So I had, I mean, I didn't have anyone going with this, but I told everyone that I was going to, like, maybe walk naked through the streets of Boston. Oh, my God, no. <laughs> it's just dirty. <laughs> I mean, Cersei was dirty. I know, but that's a movie. That's a okay, show. Okay, so I didn't walk a, naked through the streets of Boston. It's dirty but here. I You're going to have the dog shit. You get all sorts of things in addition to cancer. I did try to get my stepbrother to, like, wrap a toga around himself. He did download an app that would, like, ring the bell and say shame. And we, like, recited some, like, lines from the show. And this is all, you know, like, in the foyer of my one-bedroom apartment while my stepmom is like, I can't believe you're doing this as she like films in horror and my dad's like giggling in the corner and then I did a little shame walk um like down the hall and uh I had my clothes on I had a robe on probably yeah. uh and I thought that that was hilarious yeah yeah there's a video of that somewhere somewhere okay. on my stepmom's phone but yes so I I embraced it I cut my hair off in a pixie cut um right after my second chemo mm-hmm. no right after my first chemo so that it I, I got used to the short hair and then after the second chemo I shaved it off and I really embraced the being bald I mean I thought I bought a bunch of wigs like I bought one or two normal wigs but then I bought a bunch of really fun colored wigs Mm -hmm. because if I'm gonna do this like I'm gonna do this big so I had different colored wigs I had scarves but I also really just liked rocking the bald look because you look you look intense yeah you should up your makeup game Oh, yes. I started wearing lipstick. Yeah, like eye makeup. Not If you have no lashes left, you really need to maybe think about um, false eyelashes as an option. If that feels a little too weird, just like, you know, sort of like as the most natural as you can get, like coal eyeliner kind of stuff. Yeah, I wore eyeliner and um, lipstick and I felt like such a badass. I felt like no one wanted to... I mean, I looked pretty, like, weak and delicate. And sunglasses and glasses are really great to wear, too. Like, usually when... So when I was going through the Taxel treatment, at any rate, I did not want to wear my contact lenses that I usually do. So Because it hurts. You're dry everywhere. Like, I intentionally got, like, sort of biggish glasses that would, like, cover up where my eyebrows, like, would be. But, like, sunglasses are another great way, too, of just, like, putting them on. Camouflaging them. Yeah, no one can see that you don't have eyebrows or very... You know what I mean? or whatever yeah that's a a great idea yeah um i also got i was all about the night caps so that's really important so guys especially so it's a really weird thing so at first you start to shed and you're maybe not ready to cut your hair yet and shave it all down yet and you don't know how much you're gonna thin i mean the doctors will tell you and you always lose some in the shower anyway right well i used to and now it's funny i don't need more which is weird but that's different but anyway yeah you always use a little lose a little and it's just like that and it gets exacerbated and exacerbated and exacerbated now you never know where it's gonna stop it's hard to know when to shave your head yeah but there's gonna be a point where you're gonna really want that sleeping cap because especially like me if it hurts it is gonna hurt. It catches it's the hair. It's gonna be like really tender. So I had to wear a different sleeping cap or turban every single night to catch all the hair that was coming out. 
There's a lot of hair. I just got the softest caps I could get. Yeah. And there are organizations that make really soft caps for cancer patients. Like, take advantage of that. Yeah, I just got a really simple sleeping cap. Um, I think at the um, friend center, Dana Farber. I did too. Yeah. I got I got two, and I felt so bad taking two. But man, I really enjoyed them, and I wore them a lot. So I feel like I feel like I put them to good use. Yeah, no, I I really I really like that. I've been like slowly dedicating my stuff, and then the um, the other thing to do when you are sleeping is you really need a pillowcase that is satin. Mm-hmm. Or silk or slippery because just like you can't sleep in flannel pajamas and flannel sheets, it's like that, but with more scalp sensitivity. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, I would also say with like your regrow, you know, I I just want to say I colored my hair. I did color my hair. I, they say don't color your hair. I colored my hair. I don't know if it was wrong, I don't know if it was right, but let me tell you guys, the regrow is like really complicated. It takes a while. It takes a while. There's so many different shapes and forms. I mean, like you said, for a while your hair's a barometer. It's just like whatever which way the wind's blowing is like your hair's gonna look different. Right. And I liked the G.I. Jane face. Like G.I. Jane is always G.I. Jane. G.I. Jane is straightforward. That's yes. why it's G.I., yes. right? Like it's just like military. But then my hair grew out and it was super curly. And then it got to a point last year, about a year ago now, it got like wonderful. It was like Hollywood curls. That's when I met you. Right. And then it went recently, it's gone totally straight and I'm trying to grow it out. And it's just like, oh, it's just the, I really love my hairdresser. Um, I adore her. She's part of the look good, feel better um, group, but I just knew her as my awesome hairdresser. Um, and she's been amazing through this with the cutting it down, but also the regrowth too, because that's been really hard. But I did color my hair pretty quickly after. There's a lot of controversy online about it. I did a lot of research and I just decided, you know what, honestly, I just need to color this. And I'm glad I did, nothing happened. They said my hair was gonna fall out online in some places I saw, but it didn't. So anyway. Take everything online with a grain a of tip. salt. There's a tip, exactly, there's a tip. So I should have maybe found a better hairdresser earlier. I went to um, barber shops because when else can I go to a barber that, shop? I think that's a good idea, actually. Well, I I really liked it, and I love the barber shop near my house. But I found out that there were some guys who would make me look very feminine. Like all at the barber shop, all of the hairdressers are male, mm. and they're all like straight men, which okay. is like a different feel. It's a different feel it's a different from vibe a normal than a salon. Totally different right. vibe, right? Right. Because a salon will cater to females and a barbershop caters to males. So right. it's like a it's like all the leather and like and everything's mahogany. So uh, there are some guys that would cut my hair and make me look very feminine, but some guys would cut my hair and I would look like a boy. Like you, I had some very- You had a Jean Seberg kind of look about you. I liked it, it was pretty, but it was boyish. It was pretty and boyish at the same time. I don't know if I can pull off boyish long term. I think it, but it's something, that's the weird thing about this, right? Is that that's the other thing. I think that's another protocol is embrace the seasons. Like, I feel like I've gone through different decades. I feel like I've gone through the 50s, 60s, 70s, and now I'm in the 80s somewhere, and it's the early 80s, and it's sort of Pat Benatar, and I'm not digging it, but I'm hopefully (laughs) going to pull through to the next part of the 80s. 
you know, and you've been working through this stuff too. Like it's just, you go through different stages with your hair. And embrace it because tomorrow it'll be different. And that will sometimes be wonderful that tomorrow will be different. Yeah, and I just want to say too, my hair grew back a lot thicker too. So that's oh. cool, right? That's yeah. fun. My my hair, it's hard to tell because it was it's so short now and it was so long before that I can't I can't really tell how it's changed yet. Yeah, and all of my eyebrows grew back. I think, you know, they definitely would have with or without the Latisse, but I definitely think the Latisse kept them in there while I was going through treatment. Um, and the dark circles are gone from under my eyes. I have no idea if I needed the laser treatments, but yeah. it was another discount I got from the cancer card, <laughs> which we'll discuss in our mini app. But, you know, so I took it. But I do just want to say, like, be careful with messing with that stuff that grows your eyelashes and eyebrows, whether or not you have cancer, because it will give you dark circles under your eyes, which is a little... Well, and you should definitely embrace something that you've never done before. Like, do some fun scarves, or I had a turban that had some beadwork hanging down that I loved. And give yourself a lot of options, whether that's going to be wigs, whether that's going to be scarves, uh, whether that's going to be rocking your bald head. Like, make sure that you have options for how you feel that day. Totally. And it's also if some if you want to ask people to get you something, ask them to get you some gorgeous vintage scarves. Like, that's something nice. Yeah. Or oh, I, I did a lot of crazy colored wigs. Yeah, I wish more fun. people would have like gotten me crazy colored wigs. Sure, it's never too like, late. That's stuff that people can get you or get, get you gift certificates to your favorite kind of shop for that kind of stuff. Another thing that I'll just say too, with the regrow process, biotin can really be helpful. Your, your nails are also affected by this stuff. We didn't My talk about that in this still episode. Affected. Yeah, the nail stuff goes on for a while. I'm just coming out of it now. You can actually see your nails growing out like slowly, and it's pretty incredible. Um, so biotin does help. Um, it's helped me, at any rate, that's all I can say, and it's helped other people I know, and it does help with the rate of hair growth and nail regeneration too, so it might be something to check out. It's not too expensive. And I would say think about how you want to lose your hair and how you want to, what you want to make of that experience. How you want to frame the experience. Yeah, I think, because I loved my Cersei Lannister. And like not everyone is going to be Cersei Lannister, but if you can, if you can have people there that that you want there, or make it a fun spa day, or like if there is any way that you can make it not crying and because you're eating your hair and having your 17 year old daughter shave your head while your other daughter looks on while you cry, like don't do that. Don't do what my mom did. I would say do it feeling in control. Do it when you're ready. You'll know when you're ready. There'll be a certain amount of hair coming out and it'll say, you know what, we need to cut this because it's it's still going to come out, but you need to make it shorter. And don't let other people influence you. I did it at my hairdressers. We're really close. I've known her for years. She's amazing. Um, And, you know, I think that was fine. But like, you've just got to like really take control of it and do what you you need to do. Exactly. Exactly. All right. Well, listen, thanks, Leanna, for talking to us about hair today. Thanks, Mamie. Thanks, Cancer. Hey, guys, thanks so much for listening to this episode of Thanks, Cancer. If you want to find us, you can find us on Facebook at Thanks, Cancer, on Instagram as Thanks, Cancer, and on Twitter as guess what? Thanks, Cancer.
And if you enjoyed today's episode and you're so inclined, please give us a five-star review on iTunes. And subscribe. And yeah, definitely subscribe. And listen, we want to hear your stories too, so please reach out to us at info at thanksgancer.com if you have something to share. Well, the traffic stopped you lay on the horn and you ask yourself, where is my cancer unicorn? But we're at the gate with your cancer card. We're your passport date. Cause cancer's damn hard. Oh, thanks cancer. Thanks cancer. Thanks cancer. Victories in the dark. <laughs>